0: So, we brought two explanations about the reason for the phenomena that Gemara talks about that when a woman seeds first, there is a male offspring. One explanation is, is that when the woman seed is first, then the uh, male seed is on top of the female seed, and that... Oops, this guy is always talking. quite woman seeds first, there's a male offspring. Me. So um, Okay. So when the woman seeds first, there's a male offspring because the the according to the philosophers, which is the first explanation of the al Rebbe, the male seed is able to be on top of the female seed which is there before, and the male seed over it dominates because it's on top and therefore the offspring is male. That's what the philosophers say, and the al Rebbe says that their explanation is incorrect, and actually the reason why when a female seeds first, the reason why the offspring is male, is because it's specifically the female seed which produces a male. So we explained that, the explained, that the female seed represents our inspiration to become close to Hashem, and the male seed represents how Hashem inspires us. So when we take the first move so then the offspring is male, meaning our inspiration is enduring, like the stubborn males, the Das Chazak, with the strong power of Das. But when the inspiration comes from Hashem, <clears throat> from the Eibishter, then the uh, then the, then the, um, the inspiration isn't long-lasting, there's no Das, doesn't last, and uh, it, it, the offspring is female, which represents how it's not going to last. So we have two explanations, and the Alter Rebbe's explanation, that when the female seeds first, the offspring is male, because the inspiration from below is what's enduring, Um, only in that explanation do we see the the virtue of uh, our Aveda, that when we make the first move to Hashem, then it's enduring. But according to the explanation of the philosophers, well, they say the only reason why the offspring is male is because the, the inspiration from below precedes inspiration from on high according to their explanation uh, we don't see any virtue intrinsically in the inspiration from below according to al explanation when is there an offspring which is male only when the inspiration comes from within when we make a first step to Hashem then the offspring is male then it lasts but according to the explanation of the philosophers do, is there something in their explanation also which highlights the aveda that we do, that our our uh, inspiration to come close to Hashem? Is there explanation about when a why, when a woman seats first, the offspring is male? Does that explanation also highlight the aveda, our efforts to come close to Hashem? So next paragraph, the Rebbe explains that even according to the explanation, we also could see how there's an advantage in aveda, how our step towards Hashem is more powerful. Then, so to speak, when Hashem inspires us. Let's see. On page Ches. This idea that when the female seeds first, the offspring is male, and how that highlights the power of our effort to come close to Hashem, that when we make an effort, when we seed first, then the offspring is enduring, then the offspring is male, then the inspiration is enduring. This idea, this idea that there is an advantage in our effort to come close to Hashem, is also according to the explanation that why is there a male offspring because the because the male seed is on top of the female seed and therefore it dominates the law govern because whatever is higher dominates and since the female seed is there first therefore the male seed can be on top and dominate and therefore the male seed comes from the male offspring. So, how does that, that said, that explanation also highlights somehow how our efforts are, are meaningful? How so? According to the explanation of the philosophers, the counterpart of the physical, of the male seed coming afterwards and then being dominant, the counterpart of that spiritually is that when we seed first, when we make a step to come close to Hashem first, so that causes a loftier and higher revelation from Hashem, and that loftier, that loftier revelation, which is triggered by our effort to come close to Hashem, that is, that is what's what's better about it. What's better about our effort is not intrinsically in our in our effort itself. It's just that our effort will draw down a greater revelation from Hashem. So what's better about Aveida, what's better about a- the woman sitting first but the Jewish people making the effort to come close to Hashem on their own is in the impact in it, that it has on high. That it causes a loftier and greater revelation from Hashem. That causes the male seed to be dominant. That causes it to be a higher revelation from Hashem. Hold on. According to the al explanation that the male offspring is from the female seed the virtue in our efforts is not only in what it, the impact, in what it has on high, and how Hashem responds to it, and brings a greater revelation. Because we made a step towards Hashem, therefore Hashem responds to us with something which is greater. It's not because of Hashem's response that there's a value in what we do. Rather, there is a value in what we do intrinsically. Our effort and close to Hashem itself is something which is going to have a male offspring, it's something which is going to be enduring because it's something which is internal, something which, which comes from within. It's not because, when, according to the explanation of the philosophers, we make a step towards the Ebeshter, and the Ebeshter responds to us, and he responds to us, something which something far greater than we could do by ourselves. So what's so what's good about our efforts, But that, what's good about it is that it causes a greater revelation from the Ebeshter. But according to the explanation of the E-Bishter, the value of our effort and close to Hashem is intrinsically that the the, the our effort in close to Hashem is something that comes from within us and therefore will last. So now that we've explained that both explanations are highlighting the value of our efforts in close to Hashem, now we could explain, but just in different ways. Now we'll explain why the author brings the, explanation, the explanations in the order that he brings them. The Zeshim, Aktam Zacharim, Zerayishim, ashmaskani Yishim, the author first explains that the male offspring is from the male. And the conclusion, he says, is that the male offspring is from the female, from the seed of the female. Why did he first bring the explanation that the male offspring is from the male? And the second explanation, which is a conclusion is that the male offspring is from the female. By the way, this this question is a is a hallmark in the, the Rebbe's chassidus. It's not like a regular kind of kind of analysis. The Rebbe's anal, analyzing the order of the explanations, out there, and the author must have done this for a reason. Why is this explanation first, this explanation second? The, 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 this, is, this is telling us something about what we need to know in our service of Hashem. There's a reason why this is first and this is second. It's not al brought one explanation, and he and he disproved it. And they brought a second explanation. This is that's just the uh, that's just external. The, a mimer is is godliness. There's there's something godly about the is, about what the is is saying. He sung us something in our Aveda. by saying this first and that second. It's meant to tell us something. What is he trying to tell us? when you're starting your service of Hashem, In your first step in serving Hashem. What's so good about your efforts, or what's good about your efforts are, is that your efforts will cause a greater revelation from Hashem. And then, as you progress in your service of Hashem, you can reveal the value in, intrinsically in your evad itself. So just like in these two explanations. First, we have the explanation that the female seed isn't really the important thing. It's the female seed which causes the male seed to be dominant which in our the counterpart for that in our lives is that when we make an effort to come close to Hashem, that's great because, as the Gemara says, Hashem says, open up to me like the eye of a needle, and I'll open up for you like the eye of the, like the opening of the base of the opening of the ulam. So what's good about our efforts is, is that the Abish responds in a, big, in a big way. It's not about, it's not about the, the value of what we're doing in, in itself, it's rather that whatever we do will cause a great response from Hashem. That's the explanation of the philosophers, the female seed Causes the male seed to be on top to be dominant. Our efforts causes there to be a greater revelation from Hashem. So there's nothing good about. There's no real value in our aveda It's just what it triggers. But then there, as we progress in the service of Hashem, as we'll see, that then we could then there's a revelation and we could see the value in our aveda itself, not just in that it triggers and causes revelation from Hashem, a greater revelation, but there's a, there's a value in the avoda itself. There's something better about our Aveda that surpasses the revelation, the gifts that Hashem gives us, that, that, that inspires our Aveda. So, why that's true, we're going to see why this is the beginning of Aveda. In your first episode of service of Hashem, you should know that you're, whatever you do, Hashem will respond to. And then you progress in your service of Hashem, then you'll realize that there's, an, there's something intrinsically valuable about what you're doing. So, why that's true, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to learn but that's the basic idea. That's why the first explanation of the Rebbe says that the male offspring is from the male, which means in the first explanation, the first episode from Hashem, you think that the greatest value is in Hashem's revelation. Just, Hashem's revelation is greater when I make an effort to come close to Him. And the second explanation is that the male offspring, the greatest value is in the female seed. The female seed only is produces male offspring. Only our efforts is what causes it to be something that's, that's enduring. Let's see. The Alter says in the Teira that there are three different kinds of revelation from Hashem. The three different kinds of arousals from above. There is an arousal that Hashem gives us. That Hashem responds to us. We make an effort to come close to Hashem. That's one kind of isusl One kind of revelation is isuslo we make an effort coast to Hashem. We open up for Hashem with the ivory needle. By the way, you know, another you know the track of the needle was right. Ben Sadikim say that the ivory needle. What significant is is that the needle pricks. So maybe you open up a little bit, but in a way that it's uh, that they you actually so puncture. Open has to be. Yeah, so it's punctures puncture, not something which is like a. It's a place to to come in. Yeah, sure in, has, it has to be a needle. You have, to, you have to puncture something. You have to you have, you have to you have to be. Uh, Make him make a move, anyways. But the one, 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 so one kind of revelation from Hashem is that he responds. We make an effort to come close to him, and he responds. There's another kind of a revelation from Hashem which is meant to inspire us, it comes before our effort to come close to Hashem. Hashem sends a revelation to us to, be, to cause us to begin our service of Hashem. Uh, and then there is a third level which is called a gift. What's a third level? There is a revelation that Hashem gives us that, is, that our efforts could not, never possibly reach. When we make an effort to come close to Hashem and then Hashem responds to us and reveals Himself to us we open up like the eye of a needle and Hashem opens up to, uh, for us with the eye of the, like the opening of the base of Mikdash after there is the perfection of our efforts and Hashem's revelation, then Hashem, which is reciprocal to what we've done, we've we opened up, well, a little more than reciprocal, but it's, it's still commensurate. we made an effort and Hashem, Hashem responds to where we've reached. We reach a certain madrega and Abish responds to us. That's, that's the first kind of, let me say this, let me say it simply. There is an the inspiration Abish gives to you before you start serving Hashem. That's one love. Then there's inspiration that Hashem gives you because you started serving Hashem. That's the second level. Then there is after the perfection of your efforts and Hashem's revelation. Then there's a which is commensurate to what you've done. Then there's a, a third thing called a gift. The Abishur sees his perfection here, and the Abishur doesn't. It's not a response. It's not like the, the it's not like the 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 response of Hashem to our efforts, which is sort of called a, a payment. Like we've we've earned that one. There's another kind of revelation in the Eibusha, which is called a gift, which is not commensurate to what we've done, which is something which is beyond what we've done. The Eibusha gives us a gift when he sees that we that there is a perfection here. There's an and then there's, there's inspiration from below. There is a response from on high. Things look really rosy over here. So the Eibusha says, "I'm going to give you another gift," and then the another gift is a revelation which is not commensurate, which is not even in the in the same ballpark of what we're doing. Something which is way beyond this. That's the Third kind of inspiration. Third kind of revelation from Hashem. You got all three? Okay. You need to understand. The whole point of why God decides to have a world is because He wants a home in the lowest realms. And who makes this home for Hashem? We're, we're on line 8 in the page test. The Ebershow wants that this home should be made for Him through our efforts. Then move on to this understood that even the greatest revelations even those lights of Hashem those revelations of Galen that our efforts can never possibly reach and even the revelation of God's essence since God's intent is to have a home for himself in this world it must be that even the most loftiest things must have a connection to our avedah. If we're making a, we're making a home for Hashem Himself in this world, it must be that we have a connection to not only drawing down some revelation of Godliness which is which we could reach, so to speak. But there must be any, there must be nothing that we cannot reach. If we're making a home for Hashem's essence here, then how can we say there's something we could reach and something we, that we can't reach? How does this fit with what the Al Rebbe says in Kut HaTerah that there is something that we could reach and then we can't reach? If Hashem's intent to have a home in this world and we should make that home for Him then we're causing the essence of Hashem to be in this world. What do we mean we could reach we can't reach what's he talking about? The Al Rebbe says that something God gives us as a gift something that He gives us that we could reach the Chira if we're making home for Hashem then what, how could there be something we cannot reach? Shame, i be like this. The So the answer is like this. Answer is like this. There's two different aspects of our mitzvahs and our effort to close to Hashem. One is looking at the actual um, value of what we're doing. You're looking at the mitzvahs that we're doing, the Torah that we're learning, the stock that we're giving to us, the res- that we have, whatever, whatever it is. So that has a value based on uh, whatever we're doing. That has a value um, because of the various things that we're doing. It's, it's valuable because of it's, 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 it's natural intrinsic value because of what it is. We learned yesterday that there's something that Hashem put in our service of Hashem which is beyond the natural value of what we have. We learned yesterday that before God made the world God said who should I consult about making the world? And the Talmud says, God consulted the souls of the righteous, which doesn't mean that God asked, Hashem Ba'Yohai, should make the world. What it means is, before anything existed, before any souls of the righteous existed, God thought about the Jewish people. And He thought about our terimitzes here in this world. And He thought about the great satisfaction He would have from our terimitzes. And, and because of the pleasure that Hashem considered that He would have from all that we're doing here, that's why He made the world. So that means that the source of the Jewish people is in God Himself. Before there's anything that exists, the Eibesher is already thinking about the Jewish people. Our, we originate in God's thoughts. Now in thoughts themselves, just like our own thoughts, we could have a passing thought, and then there is a thought that just, you know, like, game over, you stop and like, oh, you remember something, and like, it touches you to your very core. So when we talk about Hashem's thought for creation, He's thought about the Jewish people, he's thought about his children, like a father thinking about his children, that's a thought which touches him to his very core. So when do we say that there's a concept of the Jewish people are are one place and God's is, so to speak, another place, and we are there's things we could reach and things we can't reach? That's when we're talking about the way things are externally. There is the value of the mitzvahs system the ter- that we're learning and how, what, what it does. But then there's the Abisha saying, these are my kids. What do you mean? They're one with me. It's not about what we're doing, it's about who we are and who He is. So, looking at us as creations, yeah, there's stuff we could reach and stuff we can't reach. But looking at us from the true perspective of God's essence, that we are one with Him, then there's nothing that we cannot reach. So when the Talmud says, God desired to have a home in the lowest realms, and this is achieved to the Jewish people, and we're able to cause the God's essence to be here, that the world itself should be a home for Hashem. The reason why that's possible is because we originate in God's essence. Therefore, of course, we could draw down God's essence. We aren't a separate being. We aren't a creature that's trying to. My al Rabbi Fogelman, used you, you say this parable, it's probably an old American joke. Yankel tells shmerel, an in insane asylum. Yankel tells shmerel, can you please bring me the moon? And so Shmeral says to Yankel, "Yeah, just just hold on to it, and I'll and I'll and I'll bring it down." How are we supposed to draw it down from God's essence? So, there is our Yankel, and there's our Shmerel. There is a way we are as regular people, regular human beings, like either, every creature in the world. And then there is stuff we could reach, we can't reach them, we can't draw down what we can't draw. We can only draw down what we could draw down. But then there is how we are one with God's essence. Then there's that. The, the, it's not a. Looking at a Jew as a creative being, as looking at a Jew as one with Hashem, and then there's nothing that can that nothing that that's not within our reach. hello okay, so that's the truth. But here's the, here's the the the, uh, the key to the sugya. Here is. Uh, The key to understanding the idea. In order to reveal how we are rooted in God's essence, we have to do whatever is relevant to what we need to do. In order to be, so to speak, in the purview of the Abish, looking at us as his children, one with him. uh, Thank you for bringing your child in my purview. That's great. Anyways, brightens my day. So, in order to be in the purview that the Abish should consider us as his children, there has to first be our full Aveda. We have to make our step come close to Hashem, Hashem and Hashem responds to us. And once there's perfection here, then we could say, yeah, are root in God's essence, you could see it. So in our first step of serving Hashem, in our first effort to serve Hashem, so then what can we draw down? We can only draw down the light of Hashem, which is connected to our efforts we not draw down the light of Hashem, which is a human being, or a, a, which our Torah, which our tefillah could reach. As we were learning the last couple of days in Tanya, how, how how based upon what kind of kavana you have in your service of Hashem, what kind of thoughts you have, that's the kind of light you'd bring down. That's in our first step of serving Hashem. We could reach the level of Yitzira, if we have this kavana, a level of Bria, that kavana. That's if we're talking about our first steps of serving Hashem. A muck uh of La Akhim Sav the Atsha Shachama Majdin' Azgali Pimishla, Nakasukhana, Tangan Sham, Nakasukhana, Shmatana said Sain, Nakas the Ruffanas the Sain and the Israel, what's Musis Burk Nakasukhana, Ada Nip Shahama Shall Mayam, Shakhsa. But once we get past that first stage, then we enter a different zone. The Gemura says, Hashem says Nachas Hashem says I have nachas," or more accurately there is nachas before me because I said something you've done my desire the evisher has pleasure, where does he have pleasure what part of him has pleasure, lefonai before me God himself has pleasure from Har aved. so after our first steps of serving Hashem where we're, we are coming close to Hashem, Hashem, Hashem is responding to us then there is a revelation of the stuff that our avodah is made of. How how we're able to see not just the, the the Torah per se or the mitzvahs per se and, and what the Kavana that we're having per se, but we're able to look at the inner content of what it is. What is it really made out of? In the language of snapple it's made out of the greatest stuff in the world. It's made out of the of the de'ebasher. It's not about the just the Torah and the mitzvahs and the davening intrinsically. It's not about the value of what Baruch Hu, Baruch Shumai means. It's about the Baruch Hu, Baruch Shumai, it causes Nachas de Ebeshter, and Tefillin's Nachas de Ebeshter, and the Tzitzit's Nachas de Ebeshter. So, 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 so uh, after the first step of serving Hashem, and the, the, the Ebeshter responds to us, then there's a revelation, how the Jew and the Ebeshter are one, and therefore the pleasure Hashem has, is not because of the specific things that we're doing, rather it's because we are His children, and the Ebeshter has Nachas from his children. Okay, and therefore to draw down God's essence, not just a, a light of Hashem, which is relative to the Kavan that we have. And that's what I wanted to share today. Any questions or comments or criticism? Can you do a, just a quick recap of the three? Yeah. There is a revelation of a, the Abishter before you serve Hashem, to inspire your service of Hashem. There is a revelation of Hashem responding to your service of Hashem. And once those two things are in place... There's a third thing called a gift Hashem gives you as a gift, which is not commensurate to what to what you uh, to what you earned by your step towards Hashem. So that third step, that third revelation, that that, that gift, I'm saying here is that it's it's only called a gift, it's only called something which is beyond us, if the measuring stick is how the value of what we're doing externally. But if you are talking of, if once it's a revelation of of who we are. Then it's no longer considered a gift, and, and that, 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 that's, that we're naturally connected to it because the Jewish is rooted in God's essence. Okay, Mr. Shafir. Oh, how do I change an email? How do I change to my Zoom? Um, just log into your Zoom. Um, how do you log out of this Zoom? To log into that Zoom. Basically, to log out, how do you log out? Okay, um, I'll go to the other computer Too much uh, it's very simple uh, does does zoom and sign out switch account oh sign out switch account great okay. right, thank you yeah. and this has a song camera right yeah. William Beasif Good, uh, okay. Good, 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 Good morning You the um, the be What's your name? You don't know yet Born last night, so yeah <laughs> You know Grazie